Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So glad once again to be on the program, Watch Therefore, with you. We need to remember, and it's something I, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, remember how important the Word of the living God is. In a generation of Christianity that is neglecting the reading and the receiving and then the doing of the Word of God, it doesn't have to be us. Today, you can receive the Word of God as a lamp into your feet, a light into your path. Hallelujah. And we're in this teaching in the book of Philippians. I teach a lot on the good and faithful servant. It is a good and faithful servant guidebook, handbook, if you will. Now, what we're going to do is some review reading from our time together last time, and then a word of prayer in today's teaching as well. Let's start off with review, Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation, for we are the circumcision who worship God in spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh, though I also might have confidence in the flesh. If anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection of the dead. That's what we looked at together last time if you were on the program with me. And so now what we're going to do is go into today's teaching. And my, is it just for you? right where you live today. Yes, it is. O oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, help us to have eyes to see and ears to hear that we might receive your words for us, so important for us, so significant for us, for so timely for us right now in this hour, more than ever before. 
Bless all the viewers today, Lord Jesus. Amen. So we begin in chapter 3, verse 12, Philippians. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Well, think of Paul here in jail for righteousness sake, for preaching the gospel, and he's writing to the Philippian believers in Messiah Yeshua, who are real prayer and financial partners with him, and they've also sent Epaphroditus to serve alongside Paul there, and Paul's in jail. Why is he not losing his mind? Why is he not uh, discouraged? Here's why. He has a goal. And there's an old saying, if you aim at nothing, you are sure to hit it. What kept Paul on track is he was laser focused, laser focused on the goal. He had not yet attained his goal. He had not yet been perfected. And, and when we think of the word perfected, we think of flawlessness. And certainly that's one of the definitions of perfection, flawlessness. But that's not what's being spoken of here. Here, the, in this context, the word perfected means to carry through completely, to accomplish, to finish, to bring to an end. Here's a great example. Was Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, was he flawless before his, his earthly ministry? Well, certainly. He's not only God, the, he's only the Son of God, he's God the Son. He's not only the Son of God, He's God the Son. He has always existed in flawlessness. He does exist in flawlessness and will always be flawless. But look at Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8, speaking of Messiah Jesus. Though He was a Son, yet He learned obedience by the things which He suffered. And having been perfected, He became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey Him. You see, Messiah Jesus had never had to learn obedience because he's God the Son. Everything's supposed to obey him, right? So he came to this earth as a humble man, as a sinless man, as a flawless man, and he had to learn obedience to our Father in heaven as a man here on the earth. He's flawless, but he had to become perfected. What's this mean? He had to accomplish the goal for which he was sent, which was to live on this earth as a man without sin, and then to go to the cross to die on the cross for our sins and rise again. Hallelujah. And he did that, but he had to walk it out. He had to walk it out. Messiah Yeshua had to walk it out to perfect his calling. So did Paul. And here's where it hits home. This is why this is so relevant for us today. And so do you. And so do I. Well, I believe in Messiah Jesus. I'm going to heaven. Yes. Is that true? Well, if you're born again, it is. But guess what? You still have to walk it out. You have to walk it out. Uh, as we look at these passages again, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me, brethren. I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Press on. Press on. Why press on? Something that helps me when I learn, when I read, when I interpret the Bible, 
is to remember that the words that or so that begin purpose clauses. They give purpose for what was just spoken. Why press on? That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me. Too many professing followers of Messiah Jesus are aiming at nothing, and they're hitting it. They're hitting it. They don't understand something Messiah Jesus told his disciples. Are you one of his disciples? In John chapter 15, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you that you love one another. You see, you and I were called in Messiah Jesus with a very specific fruitful purpose. And that purpose must be rooted and grounded in the love of Messiah Jesus for other people. And we need to know our gifting, the spiritual gifting the Lord's given us. Most believers, you ask them, they don't even know their spiritual gift. And to lay hold of that for which Messiah laid hold of me, it can't happen without knowledge and understanding and tenacious intention. Well, what about grace, brother? What about grace? Yeah, grace teaches us how to reject ungodliness, how to embrace godliness, how to learn the ways of God, and empowers us to walk out our calling. Hallelujah. Look again at Philippians 3, 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You see, if you let the devil or your pride or your failures or others wrong thinking about you distract you, you'll be unnecessarily hindered from, from walking out your faith and accomplishing that for which the Lord has called you. Amen? Realize this. Windshields are big and rear view mirrors are small. Why? It's because what is in front of you is more important than what's behind you. And if you're driving a car for very long, staring at the rear view mirror, you're going to have accidents. Yeah? So what this teaching will do today will put you on track if you receive it and allow it to and work with the grace the Lord's given you as a believer in Messiah Yeshua. It will help you to stay on track and to not have unnecessary accidents and pitfalls. Could that be helpful? Is that relevant for you and I today? It certainly is for me. And this teaching that I'm giving you, that I've been studying, preparing, is changing my heart, mind, and life. And I've read the book of Philippians I don't know how many times. Hallelujah. So what we need to do is forget those things that are behind. We need the, to understand what the goal is is to accomplish that for which Messiah Yeshua has called us. Now, we're going to go to break for just a moment, have some very important things to share with you, and we're going to accomplish the goal of going through this teaching today, Lord willing, in just a moment. Remember to watch their form. Be ready. Messiah Yeshua is coming for us. I'm so thankful for how the Lord is blessing our Watch Therefore television program and our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. You see, the Watch Therefore message presents the urgency to the lost. Receive Messiah Jesus as Lord and Savior now. 
It stirs the lukewarm out of lukewarmness and also helps make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus. With our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers and ministry partner John McTurnan and myself who co-founded it, we're partnering with Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and much more. And then our To the Nations ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. I've been ministering in 10 African countries for over 10 years in America and going into India. Oh, listen, there's so much that we're doing. You can sign up for our monthly newsletter, which I'll share about with you in just a moment. For anyone who's watching that would like deeper faith, stronger faith, and authentic encounters and experiences with the Holy Spirit of the living God to help you abide in Messiah Jesus, know our Father in heaven in even deeper ways, we have something very special we're presenting. It's the Watch Therefore Israel tour in October and then early November. It's about a 10-day tour in 2019. It's going to be so special. What we're doing is putting information up on the screen now so you can find out more. Don't miss our Watch Therefore Israel tour. It is going to be so exciting, so amazing. You don't want to miss it and it will help you watch Therefore and be ready. I am thankful that the Watch Therefore television program is expanding and with that expansion also comes an expansion of airtime expenses and production costs. But our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise faithful partners from our viewing audience who want to come alongside with us and lay up their treasures in heaven. Now, first may I say, if you haven't received Jesus as your savior and Lord, please don't send any, any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord even today and enjoy the program, be our guests. But for those who have been born again and want to lay up their treasures in heaven, we say, come on, let's bear fruit that will remain forever together which, with the Watch Therefore message. Now, for those of you who are already partnering, I wanna say a big thank you. I thank the Lord for you. We pray for you and trust that he's blessing you. Sign up for our monthly newsletters with the information that's there on the screen and we'll send you our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly updates so you can pray and help us in our work unless we really trust the words of our Messiah Jesus, it's almost impossible to imagine the kind of generation we live in. With the birth pangs, the fig tree putting forth leaves, and the days of Noah all taking place at the same time, like I said, it's just hard to imagine how difficult it's going to get in this generation. You may think, well, it's already difficult. Well, it's gonna get worse fast, but the same kind of grace that was available to Noah is available to us today. And what I do with my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is I teach on how you can be the faithful servant of Messiah Jesus and be very successful regarding eternal kingdom success in this generation. Many are gonna be caught off guard, but it doesn't have to be you. So for a donation of any amount, we'll send you our book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to help you watch therefore and be ready. What is the prize? What are you living for? What are the ultimate goals of your life? In Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, the Apostle Paul says, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, in Messiah Yeshua, the upward call of God in Messiah Jesus. 
is the prize. It is the goal to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant from the from the lips of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to then from him receive crowns that represent authority and position under him in his kingdom as he rules and reigns from Jerusalem. Oh, hallelujah. Now, let me ask you a question. Does Satan know all this? Well, yeah. Satan knows the Bible more than most Christians. He studies and knows the Bible. It's his enemy's playbook. Know your enemy. Yeah? And so that's why Satan and his demonic strategies are to tinker with and pervert our identity. Why is that? Because identity comes before calling. Our goals spring forth from our identity, who we believe that we are. Then comes what we think we're supposed to do. Why am I telling you this? Because wrong identities result in wrong goals. What are you living for? Will it bring you closer to the goal of hearing from our Savior Jesus, well done, thy good and faithful servant? Does it bring you closer to your, your destiny, identity, calling, the works of grace that we're to be walking in, and then our destiny? Do your goals that are set in your mind and in your heart that you walk by or walk after, are they bringing you closer to the destiny Paul is talking about here? Oh, I pray so. Philippians chapter 3, beginning verse 15. Therefore, let us, as many are as mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God reveal, will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. A sound mind is the mark of a mature follower of Messiah Jesus. And, and the Lord, if we will allow him to, to, if we will humble ourselves, he will show us where we're off track. He'll grant us repentance so that we can then repent. Today, are you humble enough before the Lord that he can show you where you're thinking wrong about who you are and what you're supposed to be doing and what goals you have and what you're living for today? And, and right now, wherever you are, with the maturity that you have right now, start where you are right now. You see, grace always meets us where we are, but grace never leaves us there. It always comes alongside and takes us on this journey with Messiah Jesus. And, and so let's find unity where we can and where we are now. But to do that, we have to agree that the standard is the word of the living God because there can be no real unity without the truth of the Lord. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Beginning in Philippians 3, 17, brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. How do we determine the standard of truth? Well, it's the word of God written up until the time of the apostles, 
and then the observation of the apostles' lives and words through the New Covenant Scriptures. It's the Bible. It's the Bible. Hallelujah. And we also see in the New Covenant those who patterned their lives after the apostles. A pattern is so important. You know, dressmakers, what do they use to make the exact same dress over and over? They use the pattern, right? And more than ever, listen, deception and waves of doctrine trouble the body of Messiah Jesus. And, and there are enemies of Messiah Jesus. They're in sheep's clothing. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. They look authentic, but they're not authentic. And their end is destruction. Why? Because they're truly serving themselves. Their glory, as this passage talks about, their glory is those that applaud them. Oh, yay. Oh, wow. Look at this great one who's a great teacher. Oh, wow. That's their glory. But their glory is their shame before the Lord. Why? They're harming those for whom Messiah Yeshua shed his precious blood on the cross and rose again. Truly, these enemies of the cross, these false teachers and preachers, these false leaders, their mind is on earthly things. Philippians 3.20, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able, hallelujah, he's able even to subdue all things to himself. Today, if you're a believer, a born-again disciple of Messiah Jesus, right where you sit right now, you're a citizen of heaven. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Uh, many are more affiliated and they're identified more with a political party than their citizenship in heaven. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to be affiliated with a political party unless that political party's platform has upon it things that are in conflict with the word of the living God. Then I would be very careful about a, a political party affiliation. Allegiance to the Lord is what's most important. You see, I'm not a member of a political party I'm a member of the kingdom party, and it doesn't operate by a vote. It operates by the word of the king. Oh, hallelujah, and praise his holy name. Like, like the bride of the Jewish wedding were to be eagerly waiting for the groom, the imminent meeting with the bridegroom as he comes for us in the clouds, Messiah Jesus. What do eagerly waiting disciples do? They watch for the rapture. Oh, I know people in the body of Christ curse the rapture. I embrace it. I hold on to it. Uh, eagerly waiting disciples are purifying themselves, waiting for that day that could take place. That, that event could take place any moment. They're looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Messiah Yeshua. Uh, they're, they are wanting to get out of these and into glorified bodies, Christ in us, the hope of glory when we meet the Lord in the air. Oh, hallelujah. Now, listen to what Peter says about the rapture. He says to rest our hope fully in it. Check this out. First Peter 1, verse 13. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind and be sober and rest your hope fully 
upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Messiah Yeshua. So the Bible tells me to rest my hope fully in meeting the Lord in the air, in the rapture. But wait a second, so many, even pastors and teachers, people on television even, and, and all over the body of Christ, all over the place are saying, no, the rapture is not important. The rapture is not important. The rapture is not important. Well, Peter tells me to rest my hope fully in it. So who should I listen to, you think? Hmm, Peter, the Bible, or these folks that are scoffing? I think I'm going to listen to the Word of God. I think I'm going to do what I've been telling you. Amen? No, I will not be moved. I will eagerly wait every day. And by grace and my cooperating with it, Lord willing, be ready for Him to come for me. I'm going to live every day watching for Messiah Jesus to come in the rapture. And it says here in Philippians, He will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to His glorious body. Oh, thank you, Lord. We're in a pitiful condition right now. Sin has done a real number on these bodies. But this King is able to subdue all things to Himself and take the sin out and replace this body with a glorified body in the blink of an eye. Oh, hallelujah. What does the Lord do? Whatever He sets out to do. He will subdue all things to Himself, including giving me and you who are born again a glorious body. Now, we eagerly wait for this Savior. That's what we're to do. Are you doing that? Are, is the goal of your life to complete the journey that He's called you on? To accomplish the things He's called you for? To, to bear the fruit He's called you to bear? Maybe you need to get saved. Saved from what? The wrath of God that is upon those who have sinned against God, which is everybody except those who have received forgiveness. Well, how do I receive forgiveness? How do I not go to hell? How do I not have to pay for my sins or be penalized forever in hell? Good questions. Here's the answer. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. He lived a sinless life on this earth. That He would go to the cross and be buried and on the third day rise again. He accomplished this mission to save you and me from the wrath of God, from hell, from our sin. Well, how do I, how do I get this? How, how then can I be saved? Good questions. Today, reach out and, and take the free gift he offers you. Repent of your sins and say, Jesus, save me. I'm a sinner. And begin to walk your new life out, Messiah Jesus. Oh, good to be with you today. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. 
Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore.